All right. Greetings and happy Tuesday. This is the Desiree Show on Dash Radio. It is the 14th day of August. And had to start there off a little bit with some nostalgic football-themed music <laughs> for you all. All right. I'm, today, I'm super excited. Um, I am depleted, so you're going to have to bear with me here. I'm... Uh, I am, uh, I am, I am, I am, I am. I was gonna, play, I was gonna start with Free Willy because I feel so out to lunch today. But I'm super thankful to skateboarding. Super thankful for friends. Corbin Harris came in studio today with me um, again. Um, thank you. That's all right. No problem. I'm, uh, I've, I've been going all weekend. I've had Nitro Circus, so I've been talking for days on end. So I just haven't stopped. So I'm into it. Oh, but thanks for having me. Yeah, no, and I'm so bummed I didn't make it over there. Um, but I do. I want to congratulate Lizzie Armana. I mean, for winning. Yeah. Um, the, the park, which you were announcing. Uh, yeah, on she Facebook did. Facebook Live for Nitrous uh, Nitrous Circus. Wait, no, yeah, Nitrous, Nitrous World Games. Nitro World Games. Yeah, I I actually hosted the final of the women's with Lindsay Adams Hawkins Hawkins Pastrana. Which obviously is Travis Pastrana's wife and uh, ripping skateboarder. Yeah, it as was. Well. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, first first female ever in the world to do a five forty McTwist, um, which is kickflip indie as well. I pretty think. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the women's contest was unbelievable. I think. I think uh, it it was really cool. I think because it's the end of the season as well. All of the girls sort of don't have any jitters, and there's no like animosity. Like it's it's just a it's just a nice time to be in skateboarding, especially this time of year. The girls are ripping. Yeah, it's ripping. so it's so cool. Nicole House as well. I mean, they're oh. obviously they win the uh, number two with Sasana uh, Kamasu. Uh oh, Kamu Kamura Sakura. Was it Sakura? No, Sakura got, got third. Oh. Sakura got third. Uh, Kasana got second. Yes, uh, two Japanese girls. Yes, um, ripping and. And then up the road, well, actually, and then for the guys, um, was a uh, what is Alex, who, Alex Sargento, <laughs> Alex Sargento um, got first, Ben Hatchell, and yep. then Corey Juno with yeah. third as well. And that was the Park Series. There was also uh-huh. the Vert section going on at Vans. Yep. Um, at Grosso's ramp. No, it oh, wasn't. It, wasn't. Oh, it was. It, it was actually. It was actually at the private training facility that California skate parks do. So, they call it a California training facility. It's basically the training facility for the Olympics for Tokyo 2020. So they've built indoor. They've built uh, a street course. Also the. Uh, skate park course that both women and men will be in. And then outside they brought the ramp that they actually had at X Games. So all of the guys had been practicing on that a couple of weeks before. They had it back. Um, It was interesting. It was super, super hot (laughs) and everyone fell off their first runs. It was super hot. Which is a little strange but uh, it was cool. It was good. It was some good skating. Elliot Sloan skated really well. I was going to say Elliot, you know, neighbor um, of mine as well, and um, second his, I think he's second time he ever podiumed in a vert contest. He, he was said. extremely excited, which yeah. was cool. Uh, he got second place. Uh, first place was Moto Shibita. Yeah, Moto, which is you know obviously the Japanese are really really strong in skateboarding at the moment, and third out of. I don't know. I no, grew no, up. Um, Jono Schwan got third, yeah. and and uh, I've known him since he's maybe been like eight years old. He used to skate in Australia, but his parents are American. They moved out there for work and whatever. But it was cool. It was a really actually. It was a 
amazing skateboarding contest because everyone behind the scenes and in front uh, were all kind of like athletes themselves, whether they came from like motocross or snowboarding like you could you could tell that it was like an action sports family so it was it was a really awesome contest i can't wait for the next one to come up yeah it sounds amazing now is there plans for do you know is there anything well it's a whole new um well what they did was the nitro world games and they they had them in one weekend normally i can't remember even where they were but now they've spread it across the whole year and added um obviously all the skateboarding elements that we just spoke about and they've got a bunch of like moto BMX BMX is this weekend okay. in the same venue so oh. yeah they they're trying to expand and they're doing a really good job at it because they've got something like 60 million viewers on Facebook so that's great <laughs> they didn't even they didn't even need to align themselves with a television network which I don't think anyone really needs to these days especially when you got that many followers on social um so to have that, and I think we had like 1.5 million on the first day, maybe a few more after that. So solid numbers, uh, considering if you look at a lot of the other action sports numbers and and what's coming through. So I was stoked to be stoked to be a part of it. And obviously, back in the uh, back in the box with me was Tony Hawk, and that's always cool. Um, he's a close friend of mine, so it's fun to be able to get in there. I also actually had. Mike McGill. I was going to say, and Mike as well. You had a and nice I, little posse back I think, there. I think he was a little afraid at the start, but uh, <laughs> he enjoyed himself by the end. And, you know, like those guys have been friends for, four, what, four generations yeah, of skateboarding. Great. So, like, to be able to have two guys that pretty much turned pro when I was born and, and to have them, like, talking about, like, just – just fun things. It, it was actually it was a, a a pretty cool moment. So it was nice. Yeah, yeah no, it was a, it was cool. I was uh, and congratulations uh, to Nitrous uh, World Games as well for that's a great viewership. Um, yeah, it was we. Great. I, I talked to my husband as well. I'm like, did you know about this? He's like, no. Um, we neither one of us knew about this. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> and um, there, I didn't see any really advertising for it. It was really, uh, but it didn't matter. It was like huge. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't matter at all. But, uh, but I I feel like that's, that's what's happening with action sports at the moment. And it kind of has gone through its ebbs and flows over the years, you know, sometimes it's, it's one or two contests a year and other times it's like 15 contests (laughs) like it is this year. But I think everyone's getting a little excited because of the Olympics and, um, There's a lot going on with that too, you know. I mean, people all all people don't generally want to talk about it, but it's happening, and uh, I'm definitely a part of the the Australian side of it anyway. With the Australian Sports Commission, and I'm part of this technical committee where where we're basically helping the athletes. So I'm sort of helping one of the girls, Poppy Star Olsen, and oh, um, I love I love Poppy and Jack Fardell a little bit. Yeah, and Jack was ripping. Jack had his best best at uh, Vans uh, uh, at uh, Vans Park. Yeah, his uh, his best placing so far in the last couple of years. So, so yeah, is that uh, you are acting as a coach or a friend or a mentor or? I mean, maybe mentor. I don't know what. Do you, what do yeah, you no, say? no. I mean, that's what do you corny. say? Skateboard. <laughs> 
Skateboarding. I was criticised for an energy drink hat for half of my skateboarding career and now we're in the Olympics. So it like, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know. Like Australia's a little behind the times as in they still um, probably criticise uh, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, and some sponsors. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I'd say mentor slash a little bit of a coach for Poppy. Um, she is she, she's, so special. She's, you know, I mean, how she got a, to be able to travel as well. And you know, this uh, is she made jewelry and made cards, I think, but made jewelry and sold it to be able to travel to contests. Exactly. And that's <laughs> roots. That's like for me, like that's similar to helping build ramps in backyards. <clears throat> and and I find that mind blowing that she hasn't got sponsorship after she's still you know placing a bronze medal last year at X Games. She she's, wait whoa 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 step back there. <laughs> she's still still not getting paid. So it's like it's it's an interesting one. But I feel like in the next six months that's going to be taken care of. She's got a new manager and all this stuff's happening. And we're specifically working on a couple of little things that she needs to get over before she can progress and move into a different light. And I feel like it's specifically an Australian thing because we're so far away, we're not immersed with everybody else within the skateboarding culture and we're not at these contests every weekend. We're on this tiny little island, or it's not tiny little island. We're on this it's island, <laughs> fifteen hours away by a plane. So it's a long way, and and you're not just in the mix. So once the shining lights and, and the cameras and the industry are upon you here in California or at the big contests, some of our athletes get shocked by it, and it's hard to swallow sometimes. I mean, I did it in the day like 10, 15 years ago, I, w- I remember always being so scared about being in contests, always. Mm. It's only now that I'm like I feel comfortable because <laughs> I'm part of the industry and, I'm, and I've got a place in it that I'm like, oh, I can go and just drop in and have a skate around like I did at Nitro World Games. Yeah, you like, had a fun little, yeah, I had a pretty like, nice little run. But I'd never want to do that before because I was so scared of like, oh, what people would think of me and this and that, like – and that's what some of our athletes are still going through. So hopefully we can move past that and then she can win a gold medal. <laughs> right on. Well, yeah, and I, and I encourage you if you're not following her on Instagram um, or, or where somehow if you are not aware of Poppy Star, she's uh, – she also – I mean, she is a very refreshing personality. Um She's humble. humble. Yeah. And also she's got her own style and her own steez as well. And she is one of those people that you're stoked that at least for me, what it looks like is she's one of those rad energy people that you're skating with um, that joins a session, you know, like she's got great energy. I Um, mean, we were listening to Beyonce in the car. I picked picked, picked her up. I uh, was staying close to her and then I drove around to one of the other girls, Bryce Wetstein, Wetstein. who's one of the top skateboarders in yeah, America. Yeah, she's just blowing up right now. I mean, I was, I mean I've mean, i watched her progress over the yeah. years, but watching her I think she's tour, 14 she, or 16 or something. So I, picked, I think she's 14. Yeah, I picked Poppy up from, from her parents' place and we went and, and got like, you know, 
warmed up at the skate park and whatever and she uh, had Beyonce blasting the whole time, which I'm pretty – I'm fine about too. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I know. That is the other part is that uh, <laughs> the music has changed dramatically. <laughs> it has. Uh, I, mean, I mean, actually, we, the funniest thing was was <clears throat> you could definitely tell it was girls' practice because they had like – it was it was just hilarious. I can't even remember exactly what the track. It was definitely a bit of Beyonce. I mean, I think they were even going back to like Christina Aguilera, a bit oh, of wow. Britney. So I was like, oh yeah, it's girls' practice for sure, and they're all into it. But it was it was it, pretty hilarious. It's hilarious because they are. I think they are. I didn't realize this until I think Lisa Whitaker kind of shared that with me because you know skating for me was always like you know if it was a pool, it was Rodney James Dio, you know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. or it was like. Uh, you know, it was, um, or, you know, Pantera or... Social distortion. Yeah, I mean, there was just, I mean, we were punks and we were just hellions and we never would, you know, that just didn't jive. That didn't motivate us, you but know it's what cool it is? what motivates them. You know what it is? We're getting old. <laughs> I- that's, a, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. I keep saying no. this to everyone. Anyway. No, no, no. We're no, a little no. wiser. Yeah, we are a little wiser. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, so, um, well, okay, so here also, um, rad perspective, you know, thanks. Because also the Australian, you know, the Australian athlete, I never think that aspect because there have been so many. I mean, I think of Australian skateboarders as gnarly. Mm. I mean, you, Jason Ellis, you know, um, Jake Brown, um, Tuss Pappas. I mean, there are so, I mean, and there's so many more. Um, I mean, Dustin, I mean, there's so many phenomenal gnarly because i mean there's so much amazing cement there um or you know and has been for decades um in in i mean mumford i mean there's Mm -hmm. i mean gosh i I mean chad barty i mean there's so many there's a lot of i mean and i'm just you know i'm only from old from past you know i think of gnarly yeah you know some of my favorite skaters Mm -hmm. you know um because it's balls to the wall i mean it's it's really um it's it's charging I mean, it's skateboarding is charging, but like those Australian skaters always have have had for me that gnarly edge. I mean, also um, Stu, another yeah. another amazing, um, you know, who who lost his daughter recently. Mm. You know, um, rest, um, you know. But uh, anyways, um, getting a little emotional. <laughs> We're gonna stay away from emotions. We're talking sports and football next. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, cool perspective, and thanks for sharing a bit of that for us who weren't able to get there. Uh, if you guys, I'm sure you can still watch it on Facebook Live. Um, I'm sure it's still up there um, under yeah. Nitrous World Games. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely want to go check it out, it's the skating, and also yours truly right here in studio, <laughs> Mr. Corbin Harris. You can follow him on Instagram at Corbin Harris, and also he makes it really easy on Twitter as well, the same. Now, this guy from rugby to skateboarding, um, he is going to be... Joining the second annual Beat the Outsiders <laughs> show here on on the Desiree Show, uh, which is a weekly or a monthly. It's a weekly pick'em show, and it's a monthly sort of. Uh, we have a show in studio monthly. Um, it is comprised of all skateboarders, and it is a lot of smack talk, and it is a lot of opinions, <laughs> and it is a lot of um, non-educated. <laughs> opinions as Perfect. well. Perfect. That's great. It's, That's why I'm in, <laughs> I feel like it. Because otherwise if it was educated, especially with football, I would I would be out. I'm new to it. I'm new. So and what I'll do is what we're gonna do is I'm gonna set this up. We're gonna I'm gonna share a little bit of our intro of our kickoff show last year. This is again gonna be we've got a few guys changing. We got a few coming in. Um 
Corbin obviously is one of those coming in right now. But I'm going to, you know, unfortunately, Chris Pastors was also with the show last year. He sent a text, and I will read this to you, um, is, love you guys. You're all legends. If there is one thing the group text taught me, it's that I know next to nothing about football. Seriously, you guys know your shit. I don't. Des, thank you for including me last season. Honored to be in touch with this group. Hit me to skate some curbs or shoot the shit anytime. And does hopefully do a studio thing on your show to talk skating and other BS. Much love, Dune. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Classic. So that was uh, pretty funny. Um, and uh, so anyways, without further ado, Adidas. So he's, gonna, he's scared away now. He he's, doesn't, not, <laughs> he's not coming. So, um, well, How long is it going to take me, do you think? No, no, no. You're, 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 you are consistent, and you're on time, and you will complete the season. You know, we've got. Uh, it's going to be six. I mean, the the season kicked off. We had preseason games last weekend, which yep. were really exciting. It's kind of like shotgunning a near beer. Super excited for football, just to hear it in the background of my house and watch the games. And, and I actually am a dork because I do enjoy watching the preseason games, even though they are very sloppy. Um, but I like watching. You know, the team's depth and also to see how those compete, the twos and the threes and the fours. And uh, and it's cool to watch some of those guys maybe my, may, maybe not make the roster that they are playing with right now, but get acquired or picked up by other teams. And you see them a little later in the season, which is always kind of cool. Get the experience a little so, bit. Because then that drop now has changed as well. So we used to be um, the cut, there would be two cuts, one to 75, one to 53-man rosters over the last two weeks of the preseason this last year they changed that to one cut 253 and that's going to be september 1st um those rosters will be made of 53 11 guys stay on the active uh, stay on the roster and are on the practice squad right um who show up to practice every day and play <clears throat> against the number ones uh, and sometimes if there's injuries they get picked up as well so, um, but that's coming up as well. We are going to have our, our debut show coming up in a few weeks, and that's going to be August 28th is what we are scheduling right now. And uh, right now I'm going to have Atita share a little bit. We're going to share the first part of this uh, last year's season opener so you guys get a feeling in Corbin as well. And we're going to share that with you right now. All right, greetings and happy Wednesday. <laughs> Sad. This is the Desiree Show, uh, First Downs and Flip Tricks on Dash Radio. It is the sixth day of September. Uh, welcome to Outside the NFL, our first special, as promised. It's going to be fun, crazy, special tonight. It's all analysts outside the NFL that have no warranted experience. Well, they think they do. Uh, there's going to be a lot of I smack talk. I beg to differ. Go ahead. <laughs> Sal, has, Sal has brought an extra yeah, small okay. sweatshirt. A New Orleans Saint extra small. It's just so bizarre to me. Like, why extra small? <laughs> Triple X. Oh, man. We're going to get I'm going. I'm sorry, Steve, yeah. but sorry, the Hurley outlet was sold show. out because you were there earlier with your son. Due to Harvey's coming through and go on. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have anything left at the Reef store either. I stopped there, too, and it was sold Picked out as well. Sandals, I thought please. you were at the Champion store. No, I, I, he, he was on the he was on the action sports route at the mall in Orange County. Route, spell route, it. You know, is that like go? 
Yeah, it's like down and out. Go. Oh, down and out. Just go for the oh. bomb. You're going right. to find he's very limited to his sports. It's usually like four, right. four wheel and water and anything extreme. <laughs> All right. Now, I want to give our audience a chance to know who is talking, though. I didn't even get to introduce you guys. So on the far right, I've got a Viking spokesman, <laughs> spokesman <laughs> skull, Mr. Same. Steve Olson. I don't even know who's on the team, but go on. All right. So Steve Olson's in the corner. Sal Barbier's been chatting up a storm already. Vikings players uh, behind my back. He's definitely a Saints fan. And then we've got... Pretty Ken much Hughes. could have made the special teams or the... Uh, Special, free safety position probably two program. years ago. <laughs> okay, you guys, let me set this up, though. We're going to take back the reins. Okay, no coughing either. No. <laughs> All right, well, that's what we're going to share a little bit about that. Uh, there is a, I don't know what that happened there, but we got a little bit of intro. Um, you guys, I get it. I oh, get it. Oh, <laughs> oh, you get it. Okay, okay. Corbin's getting it. I like it. I mean... I feel more confident now, Desiree, <laughs> that I've heard that because, yeah, it sounds like no one knows what they're talking about. I'm going to fit in perfectly. Well, they they, they do, and but <laughs> see, you might have the edge because you realize that they don't. Right. They And I will forewarn you, um, we have a group text message. Chris Ray had to leave it. He had to block all of us because he went to Europe and nobody would leave that, that thread. <laughs> So that he wouldn't, because he was going to be getting texts, because you you walk away from your phone on Sunday sometimes and you have 73 <laughs> text messages in five minutes. So, um, And I have never seen so many prolific GIF senders as well. So they, right. they are talented with that. I think Kenny Hughes <laughs> might win on that note. Um, but uh, last year we had... Who's Ken- Kenny's team? Kenny is a Cowboys fan. Right. Far, like... Is that, gnarly- where, is that where he was born? No, no. How, how does that work? Um, it's... It just it, he can he 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 says that he was just born that way. Um, <laughs> he was born in the Carolinas, so no, he is right. um, huge NC fan as well for basketball. But uh, he is a diehard uh, diehard Cowboys fan. If you say anything about the cowgirls, he is really offended, <laughs> and he, he will come lashing back at you. Well, I'm not going to say anything about them. I no. think they're okay too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now Sal Barbier is obviously of of a uh, descent of New Orleans uh, from New Orleans. Yes, LSU fan as well, um, and a huge. It uh, would like to be a coach there on special teams, as he noted earlier, and just just in that little soundbite you heard. Yeah, uh, wanted to be on special teams. He he has he plays. They played in a flag football tournament for Nike a few years back. Olson as well. Dan Rogers, who's actually going to be joining the show this year as well, wanted to get in last year but didn't. Um, he has the plays all on his wrist. Right, like Sal is 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 really, uh, he is hundred percent into it. Like he showed up for that show with his golf bag and all of his Saints attire. Uh, he's every, committed. He's he's a hundred percent committed. Um, Chase uh, Gabor, yes, uh, from the Barracks. He's yep. also been on the show. Um, he is a huge Chicago Bears fan. Okay, so he's going to be coming on this year as well. Dan Rogers. I'm not sure he's always been a, a Chargers fan. Um, Dan Rogers is going to join the show. Rob Welsh uh, is in Maine right now, but he is a huge Patriots fan. He mm-hmm. will send gifts on how many rings they have um, throughout the threads. <laughs> um, uh, Packy Fancher, a uh, vert skater from Virginia, is a big VT fan and also a Redskins fan. Right. Um, follows them tightly. Lance Dawes. Uh, amazing photographer, iconic Lance. photographer. Lance is a huge Redskins fan as well. He will be coming in studio for the opening show. I've got a little trivia for you. Okay. First time I ever came to America, I think it was two, the year 2000, 
I was here on a tour with Brett Margaritas and Andrew Curry, two uh, old Australian pro Andrew skateboarders. Curry. And uh, I was here with Mike O'Mealy, I think. Uh, yes. And I met Lance Draws and he took the first photo of me ever in America Rad. in some backyard pool. It was actually sick. I've still got it. Oh, man, so that's, that's really cool. cool. Yeah. That, Lance is iconic lensman. I mean, yeah. well, the three, the four guys you just mentioned as well, Andrew Curry, Michael Mealy, who yep. is another amazing photographer. And, he is a very and, talented man. Oh, man. Um, Sorry that's to take us cool. off No, no, that there. was cool. That was, <laughs> that was really cool. Uh, JT Alts is coming back as well. Yep. Uh, JT Alts is on the Quiet Variety, a huge Chargers fan. Um, still, I believe he has uh, Philip Rivers as his uh, photo on his Instagram handle. <laughs> um, and uh, last year, as I mentioned, Pastris was a part of this team, was a part of this as well. I felt a little out of place. He would text me on the side too, like, oh my God, I can't believe Kenny said that to you in the text and I can't believe how you handled it. <laughs> um, so Kenny can get a little, Kenny's kind of sensitive. Kenny's a little sensitive, <laughs> real sensitive. So, um, and then uh, coming in also, um, what else do I say? So Olsen's obviously a Vikings fan, as it mentioned, uh, raised there, born born in Minneapolis. Yep. Um, and you know Olsen I didn't pretty know, good. I know Olsen, yeah. I like, I like Steve a lot. Extremely talented athlete on anything you give yep. him. Um, yeah. I mean, we threw the football. We were out on trifecta in Oregon a few, you know, back 10 plus years ago. We were all throwing the ball. Actually, uh, Rob um, Rob Washburn as well was a tight end in high school. Yeah. Um, Steve was a quarterback. Um and uh, who else? Uh, Sergi Ventura was a running back as well. And we were all throwing the was ball he? around. Yeah. So it was <laughs> kind of fun. Aaron and I as well. Um, Rob Welsh could, could ba- baseball, was a baseball player. Right. Um, which you could see him as a pitcher. Yeah. With his stature. <laughs> so uh, I anyways. love Rob Welsh's skateboarding. Most technical skater ever. He, he was, yeah. I mean, everything down to his like his atti- personality, attire, too. everything yeah. during that 90s period I was into. Fully Rob Welsh. Yeah. He's sick. He is sick. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I it's mean, funny. seriously. And the wittiest, funniest um, person, too. Yeah, I like he, that. Super dry humor. <laughs> He's awesome. He's per- he sounds perfect for the show. He is perfect. He is perfect. <laughs> we just got to get him in studio. But he comes on. He'll come on the, on the show um, via phone. And, um, and then who else we've got? Uh, well, last year we had Vinny Pawnee as well, a yep. New Yorker. Um, he kind of he kind of rooted after a while because the Giants didn't do so well last year. He started rooting for the Jets and the Giants, um, yep. so he kind of took the entire state of New York um, for his team. So, um, and then I'm trying to think, uh, Patriots for Rob, um, and so and I've been I came, to the Giants. I've been to the Giants games a couple of times actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Who did you see? Who did they play? And when was this? They played actually the Jets. Okay. And it was both of Vinny's teams. Yep. <laughs> and um, it was I actually was super lucky because I went with the Tish family oh. who own own part of the team. Yeah. And we sat in their box and watched it, and it was. Did you meet the Mara family too? I did not. Okay. That, no. I mean, that, that... No. But we we watched it for a little while. I'm actually hopefully hoping to go back again. I'd love to go see that. Will, one of the kids, is a is a mate of mine. He's a, he's a really really good bloke, and uh, I mean, experience there was cool. I also saw what else did I see with those guys? I saw um, 
What's his name? The boss from uh, I saw all the concert out there. Oh. Bruce Springsteen oh. out there in their box, which was actually wow. sick in Jersey. That was cool. And I didn't grow up with him. Obviously, I was in Australia and grew up with Australian rock and roll. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, and I mean, well, it's not as like it doesn't run as deep, you know. Like, but but hearing uh, Bruce Springsteen in Jersey was pretty amazing, and and the crowd, everyone loves that guy. He he's sick. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Um, okay, let's see. What was I going to say? I'm texting my husband as well. He's looking for something in our house. <laughs> so, <laughs> whoops. Don't Aaron, say that. get out of here. All right. Look okay, we're going to say that. Now, coming up, well, and I also want to, so I, you know, your qualifications, let's go to your qualifications. Obviously, Australian descent, you come in with a huge broadcasting background. You're an author. You are a professional skateboarder. You are part of the Hawk Foundation. You work with Tony's uh, hands-on as well. You work specifically with Tony on a bunch of things. Um, I, you know, I come to think of famous Australian football players, and I think of of Darren Bennett, who was the kicker for the Chargers. Yes. Um, awesome man. Have you ever met him? I have not met him. We also had another guy. He's that amazing. Just played for. Uh San Francisco last year, but oh, didn't yes. make the team. Jared Hayne. Yes, I remember and, him. Uh, Again, I mean, why he, to watch the preseason? Yes, he's an amazing, actually a really talented guy, but I think the uh, the pressure got to him. But it's tough, you know, learning a brand new sport and, you know, it's, yeah, it's full Well, they've been bringing, the trend has been, though, the last probably 10 years, so I think that they've really brought a lot more soccer players in as I mean, obviously, with great foot-eye coordination. However, an NFL kicker and pl- place kicker and punter, it's different um, because there's uprights and there's so many guys in the 200 to 300-pound variety mm. coming at you. Yep. Um, and you have somebody snapping the ball and holding holding the ball as well. So you have a long snapper, you have the holder, who is usually the other kicker or the quarterback, and then lining up the football correctly so you can kick it through the uprights. But you've got it's a it's a lot different pressure, I think, than soccer. For sure. You know. Uh, For and sure. I am not I, I remember in high school I would watch soccer and go, hell no. <laughs> All they do is run. Why would you want to do that sport? <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to get the information for the first for the first uh, show that we've got coming up. Uh-huh. But we uh and there's an Aussie rules team called Collingwood. Oh. Uh in in Melbourne, which is an area. Um they normally get about eighty to a hundred thousand people a game, so huge down there. Right. Aussie rules, but they've just taken an NFL player and put him in one of the positions. So they've kind of switched it out because oh. normally it goes the other way. You know, yeah. obviously everyone wants to come to the states and play on on the on the big National Football League. Yeah, obviously it's it's the be- best and one of the biggest in the world. The Americans know how to do it down to down to a T, really. So. Uh, yeah, but he went the other way and he's doing really well. He struggled at the start of the season uh-huh. a lot with like marks, which is like jumping on guys' backs and catching the football okay. high in the air. But he's like seven foot or something, so he can he can jump higher than anyone. But he's doing really well so far. So now that is not rugby. That is... Aussie rules. Aussie, Aussie rules, rules is... The easiest way to explain Aussie rules is on an oval field. Mm-hmm. Um where the other ones are on just a rectangle. Mm -hmm. Rugby league, you get tackled, you have to play the ball underneath your feet. Mm -hmm. Rugby union, you get tackled, you have to let go of the ball and everyone is over the top of you in a scrum. 
and you're moving forward or backwards to try and get the ball out. And then uh, you can mark the football by sort of jumping in the air and grabbing it on the full in Aussie rules. Okay. So they're the slight like. <laughs> well, it's a lot more raw. It. It's kind of like on that gnar. What I was talking about the skaters is a little gnar level there. They're they're, they're all of the sports level. that we play, obviously, <laughs> and you don't have any pads or anything like that too. But you know what? The one thing after watching NFL just for one one season, I've watched it and been into it for, and and now I'm super into it, is that with any of the Australian football leagues or Aussie rules, you have to catch the ball and be a metre away for someone before you can tackle them. Okay. With NFL, you can just catch, hit them on the fly and that's where all the damage happens, where all, the, where all of the hits from behind and stuff. And that's where that's where it's kind of gnarlier, I feel, for NFL because it's, uh, you know, you can get hit from behind and, and – be knocked out and that's where all the brain damage and stuff happens where we've kind of like said, okay, you can't you can't hit someone while they're about to catch the ball. You have to be a metre away and then you're allowed to hit them. So that's it. Okay. Well, and but now the equipment. Yep. What do we have with the equipment? Well, they don't really use anything. They might wear a small like shoulder pads but or, or maybe headgear but no, no one really wears that stuff. No one really wears <laughs> any. Uh, so there, there's that, and, that. and they're they're probably also a little leaner than the NFL guys down there. The Aussie rule guys are normally like six, six foot to six foot five, lean, and they're running the whole time. I mean, yeah, there's no real breaks, so you're on your feet just running for a full ninety minutes. So it kind of reminds me of why I don't want to do soccer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Soccer is tough too. Soccer is really tough. No, I mean, but I'm I'd sure. rather have the hits. But no, so but uh, so the Australia. I mean, it's very it's very physical. Um, watching the NFL games though now because they have changed they have changed the rules so dramatically uh, before. And you know, you mentioned you just kind of got into the NFL um, receivers would get taken taken out uh, by defensive backs. Now defensive backs cannot hit them. Uh, there is so many regulations on how you can hit a player. There's a new helmet rule that came into play this year yep. um, where it makes it even more challenging for defensive players to, to tackle. Um, what, What's you know, that rule with the, with the helmets? It's like now it's like they've, they've made it a smaller area that you can actually hit. You can't go down too low. You can't go too high. You can't come close enough. I mean, but you've, it, it's, they've made it, it's extremely complicated. I can send you the entire link of this new rule. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, because it's a, it's changed dramatically this season, mm. uh, even from last year. And the game keeps doing that. It makes it is really it, tough to be a it, defensive back. Is it just for a safety, just for safety? They say for the safety reasons. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's, they do also like, uh, the NFL likes very high prolific scoring games as well because that's what their audience wants to see. I am not a fan of I'm I'm kind of I guess the opposite. I'm always rebellious, but I'm a fan you more. You never <laughs> never. <laughs> never you know. speak your mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I like physical. I like really I like defensive battles. I like I like low scoring games. I like it when it's on the ground. Um I like rushing. I mean, I I like a very physical, you know, and that's where the game is, is the game is the line of scrimmage. Who wins the line of scrimmage? You know, um, depend, doesn't matter what you're doing on the play, but 
I like it on the ground. I like that physicalness. Um, and people are like, oh, this is a boring game. It's zero to three. I'm like, oh, my God, it's amazing. The defense is killing it. Yeah. You know, and so I am a huge defensive fan, even though I was a running back in third grade. So that's part of my my uh, my qualifications is I was raised a Trojan. And so I was raised watching Charles White, Ricky Bell, Marcus Allen, uh, Ronnie Lott play. Um, I'm really dating myself. Um, <laughs> you know, um, you know, um, Moisey Tatupu, Lofa Tatupu's dad. Um, was was that because uh, it was it your father's influence? My dad, yeah, my dad went to SC, um, and we were season ticket right. holders. Um, so we went to the games. But my sister and I, we knew Patricia and I, my younger sister. We had my dad gave us the rosters that came from Cardinal and Gold. USC is one of the only schools still that doesn't have a name on the back of the jersey. They have numbers, which I love. And they don't have the extra decals either. They keep it as a team, um, you know, which I love as well. Interesting. And um, so we knew everyone's numbers. Mm. We knew who it was, you know, um, after the first game, you know, and we had our rosters if we didn't like, who was that? And I'm like, oh, that was blah, 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 blah. You know, like we wouldn't, you know, we'd, we'd have our rosters right in our hand. Like our dad would ask. So they've know. still kept that like that now, but all of the other teams. There are a few teams that don't. Don't, okay, um, right. You know, but 90% of the teams do. It's it's kind of a cool thing. I'm always stoked when I see that because I think it keeps it. Well, it's a team effort. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. especially in college. And <clears throat> the equivalent in Australia is university. And I didn't go to university. I just went to sort of like business school straight away afterwards. But I like that. I like that. And, and even in my last years of school, it was we only – we didn't even have – I don't think we even had numbers on our – oh, yeah, we had numbers on our jerseys for rugby union. But – uh it, that that atmosphere and being able to like come together and and like accomplish winning titles is pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. And I was always like against the whole thing too. Oh, I, I thought was too. it was super corny. I thought it was like I've got to go to this school, and I basically got in because of my football accolades prior to that growing up. And I thought it was so corny. I was like, I've got to wear like a suit and a tie and you're walking in with your bag and then like as soon as I left school I was like that was one of the coolest things I've ever done. It was like the camaraderie and the people and I, I still go back and watch and watch games when I go home and that was that is totally not me. Like I was against it. Nice. I, I mean skateboard, skateboarder and so like action sports people in, in general are always like, you know, like get stuff. Like you don't want anything to do with it. You want to wear your own clothes. You're listening to different music. You're a different type of person. But I, I was into it, and still am for sure, and proud to be like what school I went to, which I think is important because I think it's important, especially in this day day and age, to be a part of something like that and to be a part of whether it's skateboarding or whatever it is. Um, it's important to feel belonged for sure with people and especially with kids because some kids are off the off the rails and I know I was for a while there too but it's imp it's important to belong to something and and uh yeah feel like you're worth it for sure yeah no it is it's it's a in fact I had Amelia Broca in, in studio last week and USC graduate I mean yes Got scholarships. Oh, you interviewed her last week. She was in studio, oh, yeah. Cool. Like, but got a scholarship to Gould. Got a scholarship to USC. I mean, used. She's, her parents wanted her. You're like, no. Yeah. 
so she did what she she got an education out of it, which is amazing. I mean, mm. I you know it's it's tough enough to get a scholarship to go to school to get accepted to what a school. Did, what was the her scholarship? Uh, I, I think it was, uh, I really believe it was, it was educational. It was, oh, uh, right. yeah, yep. scholastic. Um, I believe that. <laughs> you know, she's a smart, uh, very, a go-getter. She's a, she's a dynamo. Yeah. Um, but it's always nice to be able to share that too, because I think that gets lost a little with all these kids getting homeschooled now and which I'm not a fan of. My, my, there was no, it, in Australia at the period where, when I was, this was, I finished school in 2000. That, that period there was some kids were getting homeschooled and my mother was not letting me get away with that. She she felt like that you needed to develop and be at school around other kids and it's totally true. I think so too. Yeah, I agree. And But way more kids are getting homeschooled at the moment so it's... It's going to be interesting. <laughs> well, it's it, you know, and it's and the thing is, it's it's hard because you can't really generalize it because every situation is different. Mm. But I feel that high school sucked. I hated it. I was a punk, and you know, in in as a freshman, the football players threw food at me. <laughs> I hated school. I hated high school. But it, regardless how you like it or don't like it, it is tough. It is challenging. Your body is changing. Uh, you're learning, you learn how to deal and how to get along with people or, you know, I mean, you learn life lessons and I yep. think that's invaluable and having social skills to deal with your peers, um, to deal with older peers as people, as teachers. And, you know, and so I think sports is a great, sports can be a great way, I think, uh, for coaches and teachers to be able to impact kids and, uh, you know, and it, and it if you're or even focused on sport or whatever it is, like you're saying, you know, it doesn't matter if it's rugby, if it's tennis, if it's skateboarding, if it's kite sailing, whatever your passions are, you're not going to go off the track too far. That was exactly what my mum said. She was like, I'm going to put this kid into every single sport he wants to. And that's that's what she did. And that's why I, I needed to burn energy off. Otherwise, I was going to use it in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, destructive ways. In it's destructive like, ways, for sure. Um, all right. Well, um, and now we're going to shift gears here. If you're just tuning in, I'm joined by Corbin Harris. He is going to be joining us. And if you missed the show when he was in studio a few weeks back, actually in the last week of June, it's up on the iTunes. You definitely want to go check, take a listen to it if you missed him. Uh, it's a great interview. Uh, he's a great person. I, I, not, not, that's not on me. That's on him. <laughs> um, but what we've got, uh, I was going to do one quick thing, um, but I want to... We talked a little bit about his qualifications here very roughly. So in a nutshell, in a few sentences, uh, give us your team, your qualifications for being in this um, <laughs> season opener for Beat the Outsiders, and uh, go. Okay. Uh, so, yes, I'm Corbin, and I'm coming on this year. <laughs> Not super confident, but I'm coming on to have a laugh anyway. Uh, my team is the Rams, okay. uh, obviously, because I came directly from Sydney and landed myself here in uh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles, although I could have maybe said at uh, the Giants as well because I went to New York pretty early on. But I'm going to go with the Rams. Um, I've been watching them a bit. I've been following the coach, obviously. Sean McVay. Sean McVay, who's uh, – Obviously a genius, um, but the, the everything that's going on with them at the moment, um, new stadium is about to be done soon too. I'm really close. I live really close to it, and uh, so we could park in your lawn. 
Yeah, okay, we could. Cool. <laughs> my, 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 There's going to be parking available? <laughs> my best friend, uh, one of my best friends and uh, my roommate also um, is a huge football fan. He's the one who got me into NFL. Um, Dingo, who's an ex-pro oh. snowboarder. So from Australia also with a name like that. Um, we need to have Dingo in studio then. Yeah, we could get him in for okay, sure. Okay. Maybe he can help me out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it. So um, I, I've played f- football, rugby, rugby league, and rugby union my whole entire life. I just absolutely love sports. So yep, I'm holding it down for the Rams this season. Awesome, awesome. Well, Stoke. <laughs> well, maybe we can go out for a remote show, and you maybe join me. Uh, at UCI training for training camp uh, for maybe some interviews with some of the Rams players. I'd love to. Okay, cool. That yeah. I mean that could be kind of cool. Um, and then uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna do is I wanted to share a little bit more of the show po- possibly. I, and we'll see how much time we have left. But I wanted to do a one quick corny bit here. Um, I am a cornball, <laughs> and um, I like. I don't watch TV. I watch football. Yep. And we'll watch movies, and we sometimes watch the cooking stations. Um, I watch Inside the NFL. I watch Football Lives, and I watch the 30 for 30s. Um, but I do like right, sure. football. Yeah. I do like uh, I like some of the Disney football movies. <laughs> so um, I was going to ask you if you had any – I mean, have you, have you had, you know – and the ones that come to my mind is obviously Invincible about um, – uh, Vince Papali uh, with Philadelphia Eagles walk on. We are Marshall, which is a heavy one. Okay, I'm totally corning out. <laughs> remember the Titans is amazing. I've seen Remember the Titans. I have not seen the others. Okay, uh, you got to. So see maybe the, you need the Blind Side. I've seen the Blind Side. Um, uh, Friday Night Lights. Seen Friday Night Lights. Yes. Rudy. Yes, I have. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, now, um, a great one to see is The Express. And it's about Ernie Davis, who was the first African-American man to get the Heisman Trophy. Um, and uh, Brown was his was also his sort of mentor. Right. He went with the Browns and um, sad story, uh, but a pretty amazing story. Um, he's kind of not talked a lot about. He went to Syracuse as well. Um, so I highly recommend seeing the Express. Okay. I'll check that out for sure. And then as a huge thank you tonight, I want to say also uh, Corbin picked up a cup of coffee for me. Um, <laughs> I sold him five bucks for my, my latte um, and made it you know, himself available to me today. Um, but I also want to send, I'm going to send either um, The Score Takes Care of Itself by uh, the song, the, the book uh, by Bill Walsh to you um, via Amazon or um, another one is ESPN, The Uncensored Story, because you have a broadcasting background as well. Yeah. Um, so, but I think the Bill Walsh book you're going to really like. Um, so after the show, let me know if you want an audio or if you like actually, I like actually hard, I like books in yep. my hand. So that's what I wanted to do, but I wanted to make sure that oh, was going to be Oh, thank you cool. so much. Yeah. I appreciate that. No, thank you. Don't you don't need to. I know. You, you, I was, you I don't owe to, me for the coffee then. Well, I You're w- good. I wanted, I wanted to send it to you anyways, and then I was like, well, okay, now we're, we're going to have to send it today. So, um, but now without, for, without further ado, without, with more ado, with more ado um, I'm going to leave you guys. Well, coming up next, I just want to say coming up next week, I've got Christian Asoy coming in studio and Don Brown. Unreal. And then we've got uh, the following week, we're going to have the kickoff show, the official kickoff show for Beat the Outsiders, and then uh, we have Labor Day. And so, uh, and then we have the football season starting. 
September 6th. It's all happening. So uh, we will be sending you uh, also um, the invite to uh, our NFL uh, pick them. And I maybe, and you guys let me know, chime away, hit me up on Twitter or on Instagram, is if you guys want to uh, be involved, maybe, if you want to get in and try to beat us, um, I might have an opening you know, or allow some other people come in to come in once in a while. Um, and if they beat us all, they have an opportunity to maybe come in the studio as well. So I don't know. We'll see how that goes. And right now, Atila is going to leave us with a little bit of that original or the kickoff show from last September 6th. Uh, beat the Outsiders for the Desiree Show. Have a dynamite week. This is the Desiree Show, and I'm out. All right. Greetings and happy Wednesday. So sad. This is the Desiree Show, uh, first downs and flip tricks on Dash Radio. It is the sixth day of September. Uh, welcome to Outside the NFL, our first special, as promised. It's going to be fun, crazy, special tonight. It's all analysts outside the NFL that have no warranted experience. Well, they think they do. Uh, there's going to be a lot of I smack talk. I beg to talk. differ. Go ahead. <laughs> Sal, has, Sal has brought an extra yeah, small okay. sweatshirt. A New Orleans Saint extra small. It's just so bizarre to me. Like, why extra small? <laughs> Triple X. Oh, man. We're going to get I'm going. I'm sorry, Steve, but sorry, the Hurley outlet was sold show. out because you were there earlier with your son. Due to Harvey's coming through and go on. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have anything left at the Reef store either. I stopped there, too, and it was sold Picked out as well. Sandals, I thought please. you were at the Champion store. No, I, I, he, he was on the he was on the action sports route at the mall in Orange County. Route, spell route, it. You know, is that like go? Yeah, it's like down and out. Go. Oh, down and out. Go. Just go for the oh. bomb. You're gonna right. find he's very limited to his sports. It's usually like four, right. four wheel and water and anything extreme. <laughs> All right, now I want to give our audience a chance to know who is talking, though. I didn't even get to introduce you guys. So on the far right, I've got a Viking spokesman, <laughs> spokesman, <laughs> skull, Mr. Steve Olson. I don't even know who's on the team, but go on. All right, so Steve Olson's in the corner. Sal Barbier's been chatting up a storm Stealing already. Vikings players uh, behind my back. He's definitely a Saints fan, and then we've got... Pretty much could have made the special teams or the... Uh, Special, Free safety position probably two program. years ago. <laughs> okay, you guys, let me set this up, though. We're going to take back the reins. <laughs> okay, no coughing either. No, okay. What you guys tonight is you heard a little bit, a smidgen of what's going to go on tonight. There's going to be a little smack talk, a lot of intervening. I'm really, really thankful that all four of these guys came in tonight. Uh, Ted Newsom is also shooting. Steve Olson, Sal Barbier, Kenny Hughes, and Roden, who drive him down here. Really appreciate it. And Matt's on the uh, boards. So, uh, and to you guys for tuning in. Also, Chris Passers is going to join us. Rob Welsh is going to join us. Lance Dawes is going to join us via the phone. Dawes, is he a Redskins fan? He is a huge Redskins fan. Yes. And so is Packy. Packy's going to also pop in. And so we've got a lot to do tonight. First of all, though, I just like. Not on a down note, but I just, like, skateboarding lost someone really special this last week. My heart and my prayers are with Preston's family and his close friends. And uh, this one really, really hit home and really hit close to home for me. I just wanted to acknowledge it. And and then the overwhelming GoFundMe that within 24 hours had $160,000, almost almost $200,000, you know. And that, that speaks to the skateboarding community and that... That's like every time I would see it, I would just get like this overwhelming, just really overwhelmed by it. Uh, anyways. Peace, stone forever. 
Peastone forever. Um, and so, and with that, that's, I'm not going to get too heavy. I just did. As I mentioned, I've got an amazing posse in here, a lot of legends of skateboardings. Um, and uh, on the phone line I mentioned as well, we've got quite a few guys jumping on the phone with us as well. So there's a lot to cover tonight. Um, but quick hits, uh, qualifications on what make these guys outsiders in the NFL in regards to football. Uh, we will go through that. Uh, for instance, uh, Ted Newsom, who is on uh, the cameras right now, was a center uh, in Georgia growing up on the high school football team. And no one would pair him as a center. JT Alt was also a center. Definitely not. Um, a center? No <laughs> way. You were a center, Newsom? That's insane. I would have floored you. I'm kidding. <laughs> Catch controversy. It's something I was taught in my Hollywood class. Well, and uh, Sal is actually in communications on a regular basis with Peyton, uh, with Sean Peyton, that is, of the New Orleans Saints. Sometimes Drew Brees, uh, but he's got all all the information. You're kind of forgetting about the accolades that I held in the uh, St. Aloysius, the Mighty Lions. Unbelievable, you use the word accolade. Yeah. Well, uh, he does have accolades. I mean, talk about that stick. He has anecdotes. Well, well, let's talk about this. No one (laughs) between the six. Seventh and eighth grade, the most competitive years of football. <laughs> uh, no one ever made it. You realize, no one, one person scored on me the entire, the entire time. But he didn't score on me. He scored on the side. I happened yeah, to be what on. Grade six, the seven, quarterback eight? blew it. Steve, silence. And you were playing flag ball too. No, no, I'm no. Sure. It was pads with Rydell. It wasn't yeah, no was pro Chris, tech and records, bro. It was a real deal. But I will say that. Nobody the scored on you. Stick is a, an equivalent. No one went to, to your a Heisman side. Trophy, and uh, <laughs> I have. If you go to St. Aloysius now and you go in there, it's like Jordan. They have the glass whoa, whoa, case, whoa. and they have the <laughs> Are spirit stick. Are you comparing stick. yourself whoa. to Jordan right now? Whoa. That's a different sport, so it wouldn't oh, be no, fair no, to no. him. We're talking about just a, an athletic look, achievement here. The spirit so, stick like is Jordan. No, more That's like Herschel Walker as as at USC. Okay, or. or Al Lewis was like Jordan. Charles White Charles White or Marcus at USC getting the Heisman trophy. You know, I'm sure you go in there and it's still in there and people are like, I remember when that Heisman went down. Well, if you go to my school, they're like, Yep. I remember when they never <laughs> went to that dude's side <laughs> they, and they, he they, thought they, that they just no, didn't think Steve, he could score Steve, on them. They go in there and they're like, Yep, there it is. Coveted spirit stick with Sal Barbier's <laughs> name on it. Yes, I'll never forget. What is forget. the name of it? What? I'll never he, forget that name. The spirit <laughs> stick. <laughs> they talk about that the game. Spirit they talk about stick? that multi-yardage game where it's like, what can he do? <laughs> what like, can what, he do? The coach was like, he's like, son, I, Jesus, jumped up Christ. He's like, go in. <laughs> on, just just, just what, what position can I not put you in? It was insane. But we won't talk about what I did in prior years later in the Nike League because uh, that is what just is that picture an entire Katie? episode. Uh, just a photo of me and uh, Herschel Walker. <laughs> I'm, I'm, speaking you know? of cats that broke records. And the, and the odd thing about this photo is I actually make him look small. Well, that's like when he was. This <laughs> is last. That's, like, that's, like, that's, like, that's like the Stick very Award. Very <laughs> Sorry. No, wow, it's not you quite do. The same, you make him least dwarfing you, Kenny. <laughs> I know you should have played, Kenny. Did you ever play? Uh, just in the streets and like in the in the woods in the country, North Carolina. It's a shame how skateboarding will take the dreams of a young man and turn it into minimum wage when it could have just been 
<laughs> Retirement. Superstar, and- an ex-superstar <laughs> NFL all-star player. Well, no, it could have been, instead of Rand University, it could have been Hughes. Hughes you know, goes. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you have a kid, you know, send him in. This is some NFL. segue for Al, to, for Sal. There's beautiful Al stories. to say, well, yeah, you know, they would have had a, a complete campus no. named after me if I were to have so, gone so on with I my know everyone's very curious position. about what happened after that and the protest that I made because I've always been political is I ended up at Robert E. Lee High School and I refused to play under that mascot so I was like dude you what was the mascot it was Robert E. Lee <laughs> I know but what was the mascot dude what was the mascot what was his outfit it was a freaking General a Custer dude riding dude? in on a horse I'm not a playing for that team dude, right. I was like look you gotta change that that's how you take the can anything into why you so I made play. a political protest and I did not play you and Kaepernick at in high school because of that okay now no, no politics no more politics well We're that's, sports that tonight. is exactly why Woo. you people have never outside of being the legend in Louisiana for that spirit stick that's why it spirit didn't. stick that's the craziest that's name ever did you do they have one of those for skateboarding too that you won down there in Baton Rouge Steve when we need some stats spirit on stick. the Del Mar <laughs> on the spirit, on the 1980 stick. or something like that we'll talk to you okay 84 I want to know Lonnie Toss stat you know, stats all that we'll get to you Hashtag spirit stick. Hey, uh, Rob Welsh. Thank you. Okay, so uh, hopefully we're going to have Chris Pastorus joining us. Is I think he's going to be calling in. Uh, we will see. And if not, oh, he's tried to call, didn't get through. So, all right. So Pastorus is going to call again right Screen. now. Screen them. Um, call again. I'm texting him. All he's, right. He's busy. Isn't he at the X Games right now? No, he's out back east. So, oh, at uh, another skate contest event. No. <laughs> All right, so uh, qualifications. Sal's been very fruitful with his qualifications. Can There's more, but we don't have time. What Next qualifications episode. is Sal, his Sal, spirit Sal, stick. fictitious <laughs> yeah, made-up exactly. spirit stick award from 6th yeah. to 8th grade? All right, well, we got... Steve is a crybaby okay. and jealous yeah, of my knowledge crying. and career. Two. Okay, we've got two guys on the line right now joining us. We've got, I believe, one. We've got Chris Pastris coming in all the way from Jersey. Chris, are you there? Hello? Hello. Hello. Chris Pastris here. Welcome to the Mayhem. Yo, Chris. You're missing about a Sal's spirit stick. (laughs) Who won the X Games? Yeah. What up? What up, Sal? (laughs) What up, man? All right. What up, man? We got party party lines are going on. Uh, Wow. Yeah, we got a lot. Nice. Is Quali- that Lance Dawes' voice? Yeah, uh, that's me, man. No, that's Olsen. Awesome. <laughs> I'm working down here at Skechers, and I just don't think I'm having a good time right now. Here, uh, uh, I'm with Sal, though, and he, he doesn't like uh, he doesn't deck out on his rock and roll, so he's been clipped from uh, <laughs> the X and the programming. We can't, we can't uh, do two. Right on. What up, Olsen? Okay. All right. Hi, Chris. Okay. I deck out. What are you Hi. Talking? I don't know what that means. All right, so, Chris, we got four guys calling in right now, you guys. So uh, we can only take one at a time. This is awesome. Okay, so we've got Pastorus. Do you want to give us, Chris, you want to give us your your qualifications for being an outsider? Oh, man. I'm so outside it hurts. I played, uh, (laughs) dude, I I, I can tell a good story. I played. We don't have that time. (laughs) Yeah, we don't. Wait, no, we played basketball, but you played like it was football. (laughs) <laughs> okay, that now that'll work. That's not going to come close yeah. to uh, the Spirit Stick Award, but... I didn't know you grew up in the hood. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs>